All right, here we go. Another episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. I am the aforementioned Dirtbag Duke. I think this week we'll start with the NFT. I don't know if you want to call it a craze, but just the, just the popularity, I guess, of of the the NFT or the non fungible token. It seems like that this really come to the forefront here, probably over the last week or so. Um, kind of been just watching some of the activity with it, really haven't had a chance to dig into some of the research with it. I think that's really going to be the next step for me is to to start digging in and, and doing some research and studying a little bit. But right now from, from where I see, it's really kind of just crazy. It's just, and I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just... I mean, just to put it this way is that, you know, when you see a picture of a rock sell for $100,000, when you see a tulip, digital tulip uh, JPEG selling for, I think it was 40 some odd thousand or 30, 30 to 40,000, I think maybe one even sold uh more than that, a black and white copy, then you, you kind of go, you know, like, what the heck? Um, I, I don't don't think it's going to be one of these things that um, is going to be just a, I don't know, a trendy thing that comes and goes. I think it's going to be around for a while. I think there's some value I guess to it I guess I mean it's it's definitely unique but is it overpriced right now some of it a lot of it most of it probably so um, but I think it it definitely needs to be researched and studied a little bit more um because I think it's going, from my personal standpoint, because I think it's going to be something that's going to be around. And there's definitely going to be some opportunities there. But it just seems like right now it's just going all over the place. It's just kind of crazy. Um, and I think there's some truth to it when when somebody like a, a, a Gary Vaynerchuk says that uh, 90, at some point... In the future, 99% of all these um, projects, or 99% of all projects, are going to be worth nothing. Um, and even if, uh, even if you say, okay, well, that's a little bit excessive, let's just mock it, mock, knock it back to 70%, I think at 70% um, still is uh, pretty high. And so it just, um, begs to say that hey, we just need to if you're if you're going to get into this, you really need to be into it uh, from a very well researched point of view, um, willingness to lose whatever that you put into it, um, and just really 
go at it from a standpoint of that, you know, it's somewhat unique um, in its property because um, it said if you if you go out there and you buy that rock for $100,000 and next week um, there's no demand for it and it's not worth anything, then you're out that $100,000. So it's just some... Um, definitely needs to be some project or a, a product that you really need to spend the time to understand it, to um, kind of get to know some of the the artists and those that are creating these and making sure that, you know, is it the right move and then is there an opportunity for... Um, some investments. There's definitely a lot of FOMO right now. Um, but I've seen some of the activity on social media. I, there's some potential there for some FOMO, and I think people are getting involved in it probably way too early and going to wind up losing quite a bit of money on it. But I guess they can tell somebody or tell their friends or whatever that they are, they were one of the first people to buy an NFT kind of speaking of weird flexes I guess um, the other thing is that you know right now I see a lot of activity and a lot of people talking about uh, quite a few people I should say talking about their stock trading and their um, ability to make all this money and you know, they can beat the system and on a regular basis and, and really don't have any formal education or training in stock trading. Um, mostly all of them are just, quote-unquote, self-taught. And, with, and the reason why I mention that is, again, because they're out there, you know, with their paid subscriptions to their activity or their ideas or their um, you know suggestions or whatever that they have on you know trading and when to trade and what you know what stocks to trade and when to get in when to get out the interesting thing is that most of them that I've seen or, or followed on social media there or just kind of read some of their activity, and there are people that are with them or follow them or use them, supposedly. It's just a lot of weird flexing there, too, is that they want to always flex about their um, their good day or good week or et cetera, um, you know, when, when they're making their money, but only maybe once or twice that I'd seen or very few times... Um, you know, there's a couple times where somebody has said, hey, you know, I, I lost money today or I lost money this week or whatever. Uh, it's always flexing about all the money that they are making. So, you know, any time that you um, per, t take part of that or, or participate in that or follow that information or whatever, just be careful with it. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are like to pump and dump 
and um, you know when when they give you that information of so for example they're going to get in at this at this price and they're going to get out at that price um, you know make sh- you know just be careful that that you're not what they call a bag holder and you know they're actually getting in. Uh, they're already in it, or they're getting in at a lower price, and then they're going to get out lower or before that price that they mentioned to you. So that way they get their money, and if things go south and a lot of people exit out before that uh, point, then there's going to be some people there that are probably going to be holding the bag because that stock's going to continue. could probably have the potential of going down because of that exit points. So just be careful, uh, you know, when when you're taking stock advice from from people who are uh, so-called self-proclaimed experts, um, because like I said that there's a there's quite a few out there that do um, pump and dump. So um, always try to always do your own research as much as possible. And if you're not comfortable with that, then um, you know I guess work with a a professional. Um, but again, that's not always going to be the answer either. I think the, the best bet is to do your own, um, research and become more, um, proficient at that. If that's the way that you want to try to provide for yourself an additional income or retirement income or whatever, cause, cause even then, even on a, a, a a trained professional, supposedly a trained professional, can have some ulterior motives and and putting in you know people ideas in people's heads to um, be, again be in a stock that you know again that they're in or that they're trying to pump up and um, get as high as possible so they can get out of it and then you know tell you to get out of it. So it's always a tricky environment there around investing and and then I even read. Uh, Another article this week, uh, I'm on um, Zero Hedge where uh, I think it was a, a man, I, I apologize, I don't remember exactly who had wrote it, but um, anyway, they were um, talking about, um, but it was on Zero Hedge, was the fact that there are these quote-unquote influencers, social media influencers, who have been... Um, Again, self-proclaimed experts in trading stocks, and they are only basically looking at from a standpoint of trying to just get their subscriptions up and get people to follow them. So they were they were lose, using these the, the what they call the so-called meme stocks. Um, you know the stocks right now that um, are being uh, played as uh, short squeezes. And they're just using those as the ones that they're talking about on a regular basis. Well, you know, that uh, is easy to point to. But those stocks aren't always consistently moving. And there's a lot of other influences within those uh, for sure that we know that are, are trying to influence the price of that stock. So that makes it easy, I guess, sometimes Um choose to recommend some of those because more than likely you're going to see that um, going to go up at some point but a lot of times it's going to be going down um, because again when people are jumping in and out of it um, quickly then you know that's going to affect that price um, 
have a more effect on that price than normal activity within that stock. But then again, if you look at that across and the point that people are trying to make with those meme stocks is, is that people can arbitrarily affect a stock um, and most notably negatively uh, or shorting that stock. And then they'll get a bunch of these hedge funds that pile into that, put a lot of money into it and negatively impact the stock for no reason at all other than, you know, they want to drive that price down. It could be an easy target to drive that price down. So back to the point, though, of of those that are influencers that are talking about all these um, stocks, you know, in any way. So they were talking about that you know, these people were um, – you know, having a lot, uh, a lot of people follow them on social media because of their quote unquote tips. But again, you know, what is their motivation? It's, is it pump and dump? Is it, uh, just want to get more subscribers, uh, and you know, get, uh, more money for themselves ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I think that that influencer thing is, is that they want that attention. They want that, um, money involved with that. Um, and so without having any real formal training in that, then how are they coming up with their recommendations? Probably again, just like anybody else, they're out there just watching traffic out there on social media and seeing what people are talking about. And I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if I ever give stock tips, do not listen. If I ever give you any stock recommendations, do not listen because I don't have that formal training. I know what I like to do. I know what quote unquote works for me and seems to work okay for me. Um, but I have a lot to learn, a lot more to learn in that realm, but you know, it's my money it's in. And so, you know, I have a vested interest in um, what I do versus somebody else that gives recommendations. Yeah, it's easy to give you recommendations because it's not my money. It's your money. And if it goes down, then, you know, who takes a loss? It's you. It's not me. And it'd be easy kind of to explain away some of that stuff. You know, eventually it's going to catch up to you. Uh, if you're giving out a bunch of bad uh, recommendations all the time. But anyway, saying all that, it's just just be careful. Uh, be careful. Do your own research. Um, and uh, maybe get some ideas out there. I've done that. I've got ideas out there on some things. But I've also begun to learn how to look for some of those own, my own ideas on what I want to trade. Uh, and then make that um, my own, and that way, if I do a mistake, make a mistake, it's it's on me, and it's not because I listen to somebody who um, doesn't have any formal training and is trying to make a buck ultimately for themselves. And if you make money along the way, that's great. But if you don't, hey, it's not their problem. It's not their money. So just be careful out there when it comes to uh, taking stock advice from so-called experts. 
So wrapping it up this Saturday or this weekend, I should say, because I guess there's games on Thursday, um, Friday and uh, Saturday, Sunday and Monday, maybe. Anyway, college football kicks off here this week. Uh, so some really, really interesting uh, matchups, and I've kind of selected five of them, which I think are the most um, most interesting matchups, um, and arguably uh, probably not the top five for everybody. But uh, just uh, perusing through that list, there was uh, these five that really stuck out to me in, in my mind. Number one, the Georgia-Clemson game. Uh, you know, Clemson theirs with their championships and, and being involved into the uh, playoffs and and such over the over the last few years is is always going to be um, uh, a pretty interesting uh, team to to play against. Georgia uh, against SEC uh, done well there in the East, and so and had some uh, you know some appearances in the playoffs and the in the SEC championship so that ought to be a pretty good game overall. Number 2 on the list is going to be Penn State Wisconsin. Um on paper right now you know I think that's going to be a really good game. Um you know it's a it's a top 25 um matchup. I believe those guys are both rated so um, it should be an overall pretty good game. Uh, to watch there number three alabama miami uh i don't think this game will be that close but it'll be an interesting matchup just to see what alabama has on the field this year and what it's going to look like uh coming off of last year in the championship and and um you know how things uh, go for them with their and their quarterback and and some of the replacements of the wide receivers and and also on the defensive side so i think that'll be uh, just an interesting game just to see how well they perform, but I don't think it'll be that close of a game uh, overall. Number four is the, is the uh, uh, Indiana-Iowa game. Again, two fairly high-rated teams. Um, you know, Iowa typically, at, in, in my mind, starts off pretty slow, and, and um, you know, so, the, it, you know, what what are they going to look like coming out of – the gate without any preseason, um, non-conference, I'm sorry, non-conference games, not preseason, but non-conference games. And, you know, what do they have in store there? And then same thing with Indiana. Um, not sure again, what they're going to have. Um, but on paper, it looks good, um, as a, uh, you know, to get a top 25 matchup. And then number five, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. North Carolina is rated. <clears throat> um, it is a uh, another a conference um, game, uh, ACC. So uh, you know, and Virginia Tech has a potential from time to time to play pretty good and played some of these rated teams pretty tough. So uh, we'll see how that one uh, finishes out. So uh, we'll end the episode there today. Have a great rest of your week. Stay healthy, stay safe out there, and always make sure to do uh, do your research when you're doing uh, that uh, investing in any type of uh, either stocks or um, Bitcoin or NFTs. Um, be smart with that. Do your research and, and make the uh, best possible decision that you can.